We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What is going on, Colts Nation? Welcome back to another episode of Bring the Juice. Your guys, Derek and Cody, with you as always. Guys, we wanted to talk about some positions of need once again. Feels like we've been chatting about that a lot recently. We kind of wanted to dissect it a little bit, and we talked about, you know, who are some players that you can add to this system that we feel really could help make a huge difference. But we're talking about whether or not we should draft someone at this certain position or this skill level, or if we should get, attack this position in free agency. Now, it will be interesting, guys, because, again, we're not forecasting anything here, and we're certainly not saying that we would be opposed to the other way around if Ballard finds uh, that it's easier to do these in a certain way, but this is just how we think that they should attack it. It's more like a short-term, long-term sort of situation for some of these positions and on whether or not we feel that it's something you should address right away versus having something to build in that area. Now, let's go ahead and go with the first thing here, Cody. We mentioned playmaker. Now, that's very generic. Uh, that's a lot of different things here. But uh, what do you think? Are we looking for playmakers in free agency or are we looking to draft another playmaker here? Yeah, I'll add even a little bit more detail to that, Derek. I would say, to quote basically Chris Ballard, an explosive offensive playmaker. Um, so for me, Derek, I would say I would look to the draft to try to get a guy. You know, this wide receiver group, there's a ton of guys that are going to be available, even outside of round number one. There's a ton of guys in round number one. There's a ton of guys I think that you can get in day number two that can do some explosive things for you and some really nice pieces, you know, there that you can add. And I mean, Derek, we've seen, I mean, the Colts found Josh Downs in the third round. So, I mean, they, they could find these receivers outside of the first round. That's basically their entire top three receiving core is guys outside of the first round. And so I do believe that you can find a quality guy to add a different element to this offense, you know, more of kind of that spark plug type of player, you know, the guy that can get the yards after the catch, can get that separation, do some of that stuff. I mean, Josh Downs does a good job in a lot of ways, but just adding another element to your offense that it just doesn't have right now with your current set at wide receivers, although we really like the wide receivers. You know, you could use one of those guys that 
you put the ball in his hands and he's just a playmaker. He goes and makes plays. He turns negative plays into positive plays. He turns what you know most receivers would take like a five-yard pass, and he turns it into a 20-yard pass. Like that type of guy that's a creator when he gets the ball in his hands. And so I think there's a ton of guys in this draft that you can look to get on day number two um, that can really fill that that mold, you know, and you're not out there spending a whole lot of money in free agency because Derek, you're going to be spending a lot of money, presumably on bringing back Michael Pittman Jr. You're going to be paying him north of 20 million. And so for me, it's like, do you want to pay two wide receivers potentially north of 20 million? I personally don't. I think you can invest in other ways. And it seems like Derek, the last couple drafts, the Colts have been, you know, getting, trying to figure out that wide receiver position, and again, we even heard rumors, Derek, this year you know, around the trade deadline and stuff that the Colts were looking to add more wide receivers, potentially trade for a few guys. So I definitely think it's on the table for the Colts. And I think the route they probably want to go for finding a playmaker um, you know, is probably looking in the draft and even throwing in a guy like Brock Bowers there. I know that's been a popular pick as of recent at pick number 15. So there's a lot of different routes you can go with this, but I really do feel like the route the Colts have to go to get at least one playmaker is probably the draft. Absolutely. And I mean, you talk about like some of the free agents, you know, like talent wise that we're looking at for playmakers. I mean, there are a few solid, you know, tight end options out there, but you know, how realistic are some of those options? I mean, that still remains to be seen, but I mean, of course, with the wide receiver market outside of Mike Evans and maybe one other elite wide receiver, you're not going to get a ginormous playmaker that automatically transcends your team. So like you said, there is just such an, a vast array of talent in this draft from the wide receiver position. Uh, even some of the top tight ends, there are definitely some really good players. Uh, we know how we feel about Brock Bowers I mean, there's just seems like there's opportunity at every turn uh, for Indianapolis to go and get their next Josh Downs that they feel comfortable with, you know? So I'm looking forward to that being the draft. It just makes more sense, uh, especially since it gives you much more opportunities to find your guy, right? So it makes a lot of sense right. there. Yeah. Uh, let's go to the next one here, uh, and we can go to safety. And I think we had it here set at free agency. I've been a big proponent of that for the Indianapolis Colts because you've got such an array of safety options, guys who have played in different kinds of schemes and guys who have played, you know, at corner, at strong safety, at free safety. And you feel if you're able to bring back Julian Blackman, even if you're not going to pay top dollar, for another elite safety, you still feel that you're one really good safety away from having a really good backfield. And I have a feeling that the Indianapolis Colts and Chris Ballard will feel very strongly about this free agency class and just how many guys there are that can really elevate this Colts defense. Because there's a couple guys that, you know, albeit aren't, uh, they're all right around the same age as Julian Blackman. So you could get some of these guys who are still young, but have shown some really great traits to help improve this team. So 
I look at it for free agency. What do you say, you? We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I would agree with you. You look at the safety class overall in free agency and... I mean, it's definitely a very strong class in a lot of different ways, right? We obviously know Antoine Winfield's a big name that's potentially going to hit free agency, although it's hard to see Tampa Bay letting him walk. But there are some other guys that are, like you mentioned, around that mid-20s age that won't nearly cost as much as a guy like Antoine Winfield, who still, you think, potentially could do some good things. And really, Derek, you look at your secondary last year, and the one position, I talked about this already in another episode, but the one position that let you down the most for what the expectations were was that free safety position, right? And Julian Blackman had a career year. He looked really great. You hope you bring him back, but you still need more. You need What what you need, Derek, is consistency at that free safety position, right? We don't know if Rodney Thomas or Nick Cross can provide that long term. Right, yeah. we definitely think Nick Cross has the ability to do that. We sh- we saw some good things from him, but we also saw some inconsistencies. I mean, the dude's Derek, like what, twenty two years old, so he's still extremely young and he's still growing and learning. Um, but you know, you I do I do think it would be wise for the Colts to not just rely on that duo this year. I really do think it would be wise and prudent for them with how good this class is. You know, if they have some more money left over, which we think they will, to go and get kind of more of that veteran guy in there. That can provide you some more stability at free safety. And so when you go into the 2024 season, it's not such a liability as it was last year. So definitely free agency for me. Yeah, and like you said, with the talent-wise and everything, I mean, there's so many different guys, and it just feels right to attack that. And that was one thing. Uh, in 2022, when this defense was the top of the uh, team, that you had a lot of uh, secondary help, but you had a lot of veterans there, and it certainly helped uh, in the in the safety group, nonetheless. For that, uh, let's go ahead and move on here. Edge rusher, Cody. I mean, we've we, we, you've been talking about it all all off season, man. This is your topic right here. Uh, what did we say here that the Colts should do with the edge rusher position? How, where should they attack it? And we've said it before and we'll say it again. You know, you've drafted how many guys and you've gotten what results? I mean, I, so I think definitely if there is one of those guys available like a Brian Burns or, you know, whoever it would be that would become available, there might be some guys that might might not be. But if there is a guy available – I think you need to go in free agency and you need to get that guy that you truly believe will be the number one guy 
off the edge, right? I mean, you've invested into Quiddy Pay, and and he, while he's a solid run defender, he's not what you hoped he'd be in terms of pass rush, right? You have Samson Mabuka, but you still need that true number one guy. And so I think if you're going to go any route when it comes to you know serious investment, I think edge rusher is honestly the top of my list still, and I think it will continue to be until you figure this out, Derek. I mean, how many years are we going to put edge rush at, at the top of our list or at one, at one of the most important positions on our list until the Colts finally figure it out? I mean, it feels like it's been a yearly conversation that we've had for so long. And I don't think it's a lack of trying. I just think it's a lack of finding those guys, right? And so we'll see. You know, with the the new defensive line coach, the Colts are going to bring in at some point. Um, you know, we'll see what happens with that. You know, we'll see if it truly was just a coaching issue or if it is just a personnel issue. And maybe the Colts feel like we give this coach a shot and we go next year. And we try to, you know, if we still not where we want it to be, then that's where we attack it. If I'm per- if I'm calling the shots though. I think it's rare that a guy like a Brian Burns would hit free agency in the first place. So if any of those guys somehow become available, I don't think you look twice, Derek. I mean, you think about the serious investments that Chris Ballard has made at the defensive line slash edge rush position, whatever you want to throw in there. And really, Derek, the major investments he's made, for the most part, they paid off. Right, you think about Danico Autry and how good he was for the Colts for so many years. You think about Justin Houston when he signed; he had a couple, you know, double-digit sack years or near that. You know, and you think about what DeForest Buckner when he traded for him, how good he's been for you, and then Samson Mabukum this last year. So, you know, I think Chris Ballard's shown when he actually seriously invests in a position and when he actually goes and gets a proven guy, they typically have worked out for the Colts for the most part. So. I think the draft has not been your friend. You haven't really hit on that um, at, at edge rush, especially. And so I think if you can get similar to safety in certain ways where you have an inconsistent, you know, guy in there and you truly need somebody to kind of provide that leadership at that position. And, it, and so it doesn't become, and I, don't, I wouldn't say it's a liability like maybe free safety was, but it definitely went quiet at times, Derek. It definitely had its moments where, you know, it was invisible in a lot of ways. And so you just need that guy that's consistently leading the way at getting after the quarterback. Because, Derek, if you hope to compete in January, you cannot have the defensive line disappear like they did for virtually the entire Houston game or the second half of the Vegas game or the Cincinnati game or the Atlanta game. Right? You can't have those games. You just can't afford to have that because guys like Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Phil, you know, all these quarterbacks, they're going to light you up, man. They're going to light you up if you do not make their lives uncomfortable back there in the pocket. So uh, that's what the Colts, I think, need to invest in. And I think free agency is probably going to be the best way to do that. And also, you know, obviously, it, it obviously depends on who becomes available. But I think the Colts would be foolish. They would be fools, Derek, to not go after one of those guys if they become available. And if they don't, it truly shows me, Derek, that. The Colts are very disillusioned when it comes to pat their pass rush and their defensive line. They fell for the stats last year. They're not they're not truly seeing what's going on, you know, or they're not being honest with themselves about what they need to seriously do to get this thing on par with the rest of the AFC powerhouses. Like seriously. So that's my thought on Edge Rusher. I could go on all day talking about it, but for the sake of this video, I will leave it there. And let's continue. I believe we have two more positions we're going to look at here, Derek. Let's continue on. Yep, absolutely. Uh, 
let's go ahead and move on. Interior defensive line, Cody. We talked about it. Even if you re-sign Grover Stewart, you know, you have that situation where we still felt as if Indy had struggles with being able to stop the run. Um, and we felt that there really wasn't anyone behind Grover Stewart that was able to consistently be a good run stopping uh interior defensive lineman. So I mean, we're looking at the interior of the D-line. These run stoppers here, uh, we ended up saying the draft is the biggest way to go with this unit, and we won't really spend much time on it because we're not 100% filled in on who all needs to be that sort of aspect. But, you know, again, the interior guys for the free agent class and even some of the uh, draft classes that we've had, you know, that 2022 draft class that, Ballard had uh, where he had actually drafted two interior defensive linemen. It did not go well uh, for him in that regard. One of them didn't even make the team. The other one uh, had the worst PFF grade by a long shot on the team. So, you know, there definitely needs to be some help uh, where that is. I'm not a hundred percent sold on it, but it definitely needs to be in the draft, but we'll go ahead Move to the last one here, Cody, because this one is very important. And it is the corner position. And it's the one thing that every Colts fan keeps talking about. What does Indy do with the cornerback position? Now, assuming they think they need to make another move there at this spot, Cody, what do you believe that Indianapolis should do to try and fix the cornerback position? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, I mean, I think I would say when it comes to cornerback, I would definitely like them to address it in the draft uh, just because kind of similar to wide receiver, you're going to be paying one of your guys a good amount of money, probably a pretty sizable contract in Kenny Moore. And so I look at it and I say, hey, you know, you had two guys who were rookies last year who played a ton, and I think you like what they showed you at times. Definitely that they need to get better, no question. But, you know, you liked what they showed you at times for being two rookies on the field. Um, you know, you're getting back Dallas Flowers. And so I do feel like Chris Ballard's probably not going to invest major capital into this position in terms of like a, you know, a massive contract or anything like that. Because I believe that – I look at it kind of like this, Derek. What would you rather have, you know – if say you're, you know, there's a competition for cornerback number two between Jalen Jones, you sign a 30 year old veteran cornerback, Dallas Flowers, and whoever else, right? Would you rather have this, you know, veteran beat out some of these younger guys, or would you rather have one of your own draft picks, you know, who's young and still has a bright future ahead of him and is not, you know, kind of on the back nine of his career, if you will? Uh, and so for me, I would personally like for the Colts to go address it in free eight or address it in the draft and just continue to build that competition um, and, and just really just continue to add to that group. And, and you know, I know it's young and it has some issues. And I know some people have said, 
you know, you, that's why you sign a veteran. And I tell, I get that to some degree, but you know, what the heck's Kenny Moore there for then? Um, he are, he's the veteran of that room. And so I would rather just address it in the draft and let these guys compete and fight it out and figure it out. Um, then going and getting a veteran, because I don't think that necessarily, well, yes, it brings some more, you know, experience. I don't know how much I would rather that happen than, you know, bringing in a young guy and letting them compete. Yeah. I mean, I was definitely at the beginning of the off season was more on the hype train of the vet route, but the more I just think about it and you're right, I kind of do go with that where I'm saying that it's best just to keep getting younger. I mean, it really is because like at that cornerback position, you said it like outside of the vet, one vet that you have in Kenny Moore, which you think they're going to end up re-signing. I mean, you just need to get let these guys continue to evolve as players. I mean, Dallas Flowers definitely could be a good player. Uh, Juju Brents, you know, we think could be the next cornerback, great cornerback of the Indianapolis Colts going forward. And because, Cody, of the position in the draft that you have with that 15th overall pick, you feel, I would think if you're the Colts and you're sitting there and you're thinking there's a cornerback rich draft here in the first round and maybe even some parts of the second round that you can go and get one of these players. I mean, I'll tell you what, man, there's a lot of room for Indianapolis to make a move at cornerback. I mean, just naming a couple right off the bat, right? Cam Hart from Notre Dame, Quentin Mitchell of Toledo, uh, Kool-Aid McKinstry, Cooper DeGene, you know, we're talking about Nate Wiggins. We talked about him in my mock draft. You know, those are five guys that all realistically could go in the first round, Cody, or maybe even early to mid-second round. You know, just depends on how the cornerback market is falling, but there's plenty of talent on that uh, frame right there, man. And I mean, that's one of those things where I just don't think you can pass up on one of those guys unless you feel there is a insane playmaker that you just can't pass up at 15. But if you're sitting there and you're saying that maybe one or two of these corners uh, are drafted before you and you feel confident in any of those, in either Mitchell or any of the other guys that I mentioned are still available, I mean, heck, Cody, I might even suggest that they might move back a few spots, feel comfortable enough to get another uh, draft pick or two in the process while also still feeling confident that you can still get the cornerback that you want if you moved back a couple spots. I mean, we saw Indianapolis do that a lot uh, in this last draft class, and it worked out very well for them. So I will say that it, it, uh, Ballard has done a pretty decent job of selecting some corners. Uh, throughout his tenure um, he's done it both ways and I think that's a, a great thing about him when it comes to that so I just think because of there being less big name vet options in free agency and just that much more of an ability to get one in the draft I just feel that's the best option there yep 100% agree yep let him compete man let him fight it out I'm good with absolutely. that absolutely Absolutely. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this one, guys. Let us know your thoughts of those positions that we mentioned. Do you believe that they should address those in free agency or the draft? 
or maybe even a little bit of both. Let us know your thoughts. But that's going to do it for this one, guys. Thank you so much for all the support. And as always, guys, go Colts. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.